Welcome to today's Daily PBJ Devotional. If you're following the Old Testament reading schedule, read Genesis 35 and 36, Job 2, and Psalm 34. This devotional is about Job 2. On another day, the sons of God came to present themselves before the Lord, and Satan also came with them to present himself before him. Where have you come from? said the Lord to Satan. From roaming through the earth, he replied, and walking back and forth in it. Then the Lord said to Satan, Have you considered my servant Job? For there is no one on earth like him, a man who is blameless and upright, who fears God and shuns evil. He still retains his integrity, even though you incited me against him to ruin him without cause. Skin for skin, Satan replied. A man will give up all he owns in exchange for his life. But stretch out your hand and strike his flesh and bones, and he will surely curse you to your face. Very well, said the Lord to Satan, he is in your hands, but you must spare his life. So Satan went out from the presence of the Lord and infected Job with terrible boils from the soles of his feet to the crown of his head. And Job took a piece of broken pottery to scrape himself as he sat among the ashes. Then Job's wife said to him, Do you still retain your integrity? Curse God and die. You speak as a foolish woman speaks, he told her. Should we accept from God only good and not adversity? In all this, Job did not sin in what he said. Now when Job's three friends, Eliphaz the Temanite, Bildad the Shuhite, and Zophar the Namathite, heard about all this adversity that had come upon him, each of them came from his home, and they met together to go and sympathize with Job and comfort him. When they lifted up their eyes from afar, they could barely recognize Job, They began to weep aloud, and each man tore his robe and threw dust in the air over his head. Then they sat down on the ground with him for seven days and seven nights. But no one spoke a word to him, because they saw how intense his suffering was. This is God's word. In Job 1, we were introduced to this famous man of the Old Testament. Although he is not tied through any genealogy to Israel, He was someone who worshipped the true God. As chapter 1 verse 1 told us, he feared God and shunned evil. That's the NIV's reading. In chapter 1 we learned that Job loved God, had a large loving family, and was financially prosperous. God pointed him out to Satan as an example of spiritual greatness. Satan responded by asking and receiving permission to test Job's faith. After taking everything Job had but his wife... Here in chapter 2, Satan received permission to cover Job's body with painful sores. He was now suffering immensely inside and outside. His wife, also a victim of everything Job suffered, except for the sores, was unable to contain her anger against God. Curse God and die, she said to her husband in verse 9. In verse 10, Job responded with a condensed form of his understanding of discipleship. Shall we accept good from God and not trouble? That's the NIV's reading. The longer version was spoken in Job chapter 1, verses 20 through 21, where Job said, Naked I came from my mother's womb, and naked I will depart. The Lord gave, and the Lord has taken away. May the name of the Lord be praised. That's the NIV's reading of those verses, chapter 1, verses 20 through 21. In both of these quotations, in chapter 1 and chapter 2, We are challenged to accept our place as the creature in what's called the creator-creature hierarchy. God is the creator. 
He owns all things, including us, right down to the length and quality of our lives and our health, or lack of it, in our bodies. Anything we have is on loan to us from God, because we came out naked and leave naked, as Job said in chapter 1, verse 21. If what we have was loaned to us by God, then he has the right as the creator to reclaim it anytime he wants. As Job said, the Lord gave and the Lord has taken away. Our mission in life, whether happy or sad, prospering or suffering, is to worship and praise God. May the name of the Lord be praised, as Job said in those verses. When Job asked his wife here in chapter 2, Shall we accept good from God and not trouble? Job was speaking reverently, in submission to God, his Lord and Creator. But Job's attitude is a tough one to replicate, isn't it? God did not create us to suffer. He created us to worship and serve him in joy. It was the entrance of sin into the world that brought suffering into the world. Since God could have stopped the entrance of sin or cause our suffering to cease, it feels unjust to us when suffering comes into our lives. This is why suffering, or trials as we call them, is a test of our faith. When we curse God, we call him unjust. We appeal to our own sense of right and wrong, a sense that is permanently skewed in our own favor, our own direction. We want mercy when we do wrong, but we want justice when we feel that wrong has been done to us. God allows us to suffer, to expose our unbelief, to expose the weaknesses in our faith, and so that we can be purified from our hearts. And we can learn to trust God even more purely and fully. Every one of us is suffering in some way. Or we're emerging from suffering, or we're heading toward it, probably unknowingly. Let the presence of pain in your life strengthen your walk with God. Let it cause you to turn to Him for hope and comfort, and not turn away from Him in anger and bitterness. Let suffering teach you how to truly praise God from the heart and trust Him from the heart. Remember that Job did not have the answer to why that we were given in chapters 1 and 2. He didn't know why this was happening. He didn't know about the Lord's dialogue with Satan. All Job had to go on was his theology and his circumstances. When those two seemed irreconcilable, he went with his theology and staked his hope there. May God grace us to do the same. And I'll see you next time. May God bless you today. I hope you have a great one.